What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 34 of Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. What to do, what to do. This is Jalen Prince. Let's get right into it, man. So basically, we had a big divisional round, a uh, bunch of divisional games. I'm a little upset about one of them, but it is what it is. Um, I feel like the best teams definitely won all the way through on all of them. I'm not really mad about the outcome for any of them outside of one, but let's just get right into it. Let's start with first game, Jaguars versus Chiefs. What are your thoughts on that? Remember how I said when Seattle went up against the Niners, um, Seattle had to play perfect? Right. Same thing went, went for the Jaguars. To um, be fair. Go ahead, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Do you, you, you bro. Um, Y'all missed a lot of opportunities. I think Christian Kirk dropping that deep ball, that hurt. Draw uh, yep. Agnew fumbling, that hurt. Not yep. taking advantage. That 98-yard drive by Chad Henney and Travis Kelsey, that really hurt. Just yep. a lot of missed opportunities for the Jaguars, and it's still a learning experience. Y'all were still very much in that game if it wasn't for like a lot of um, – for just – a lot of mental errors, and uh, again, a lot of that had to go into experience. So, like, that was a good time for y'all. But again, um, not a lot of people even expected y'all to be there. Um, a lot, not a lot of people picked y'all to be there. A lot of people thought that game was going to be a blowout. I didn't because I thought y'all was going to play hard. And no, we always do better than um, expected. Just, just a lot of missed opportunities uh, in that game. But Trevor Lawrence actually played very, very, very well. Mm-hmm. The thing that got me the angriest, and I'm going to touch on a couple things. One, I mean, I'm happy with the way my Jags played. Like you said, we did have a couple of miscues. I'm going to touch on one of them briefly because um, I can't stand when Collinsworth just starts drooling whenever Mahomes steps onto the field and the man can do no wrong. Like, don't get, we'll get into this a little bit later. Mahomes is a great quarterback. He's one of the best in the league. Easily top ten quarterback, top five quarterback in the league. I'm not trying to take anything away from or anything away from him, but Collinsworth, you got to calm down, man. On that deep ball to Kirk, he said Trevor overthrew him. I, did you see an overthrow? Because I saw no, 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 no. It was it, it was as good as it could possibly get. It was as good as it gets. He wasn't it even was open when he he threw him open as it possibly could get. And Collinsworth is like, oh, it's an overthrow. It's like, no, like it, that was a drop. Call it what it is. And then on that missed call, that honestly probably should have been an intentional grounding where Mahomes throws the ball right into the dirt. And he's like, oh, what a smart play. It's like, nah, he just dropped the ball. Like he he lost his grip and had enough, you know, forward momentum to at least propel the ball forward. He just, that was a bad throw. That wasn't a smart play at all. What are you talking about? If it's a smart play, he tucks it and runs it. That's not, no, stop it. Anyways, besides the point, Jags played great. Ton of his calls in the game. I don't want to see any of y'all talking about how, you know, I, I saw it on Twitter, and this is where I was getting angry, is the people who were saying, oh, you know, Arden Key hurt Mahomes on purpose. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Stop it. Get some help. Come on. It, it, it's a in-the-moment play. He is doing his best not to drive Mahomes into the ground, and he is getting blocked into him as he tackles, and he ends up falling on his ankle. That happens all the time. All the time. Especially when you're being like, oh, you talk about a lot, a lot of people thought like um, Arden Key like just hurt Mahomes on purpose. That's man, what they're no, saying. No no no, 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 no. People are reaching. No, they're reaching way too much. No. It, the amount of calls, and I'm I'm not trying to be this fan. I'm really not. The Chiefs outplayed us. It is what it is. You're gonna be they that won fan, the game. Aren't you? Uh, j- briefly, all it's right. The go ahead. Same. 
It's the same deal as the Chargers-Jaguars game. There were so many missed calls. They called this – okay. They called a helmet-to-helmet -helmet on uh, the Jaguars when they hit Mahomes. Later that same game, helmet-to-helmet -helmet on Trevor, no call. I'm just saying – this has been some of the worst officiating I have ever seen in the playoffs. I get no, letting I've them seen play. Worse. It's bad. I've, I get letting them play, but this is like we're getting to replacement ref territory already. Like, this is bad. You want to get robots? I don't I know. Baseball's doing that, but I that's a conversation. Like, that's a different conversation. I, I, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> I, but I tell you, I, like, I am not ready for that. No, I'm, I'm with not. You. Ready for I, that. I, I want that human error. I, it, it makes it real almost. Like, true, I want that true, human error. Because, like, dog, think about this. Like, I'm one of them types of people where, like, you, you know, like, where when that starts to come into fruition, we're, we are doomed. Because that Skynet Sky Terminator's coming, like, this is, we, we have movies. Ultron! About, like, this is a terrible idea. That, Ultron! <laughs> we have movies on why this is a terrible idea. Yes! That's a whole. It's the same reason oh. why people are like, "Oh, we can pull no. DNA from Amber." It's like, no, we have two different trilogies of movies on why this is a bad idea. That's a whole different podcast. We are not a movie podcast. We'll get into that later. Anyways, great game. Jags played well. Chiefs played better. I, it is what it is. There are plenty of missed calls. I definitely think a lot of stuff went into the Chiefs' favor. There's some salty fans saying that we hurt Mahomes on purpose. Let it go. Move on. I think three big play. If, if Isn't there a Twitter beef going on with y'all right now? Oh, between the Chiefs and the Jaguars? Yeah. I I don't pay too much attention to that one. Um, right, the Eli Apple's in some hot water, but we can talk about that in a second. Um, the the thing for me, like I said, it's call a fair game. That, that's all I want. Call a fair game. And there were a lot of calls that Bro, definitely went in the Chiefs' favor. There were three plays where dog, if Kurt dog, catches dog, that pass. Dog, mm -hmm. I, I, do I have to teach you again? There's no such thing as the word fair. <laughs> There is a place where you ride rice, eat a bunch of good, eat a bunch of big, uh, big behind food, and then go about your business. Hopefully, you have a date, but that's a different story for another day. That's <laughs> anyways, the only fair that exists. Anyways, there are three, three plays where the game changes. If Foyer lets Tyson Campbell catch an interception, that's probably a pick six. If Kirk catches that pass and Agnew doesn't fumble, the other thing that had me mad: y'all leave Agnew alone. The amount of times that man has flipped the field position for us since he signed, that dude is an asset. That dude is our, you know, this decade's Devin Hester. Y'all leave that man alone. Didn't he make an all pro? I'm pretty sure all he did. Yeah, I'm seeing people like, we don't need to resign Agnew. I'm like, no, absolutely we do. Leave him alone. Keep him look, on the team. I love Jamal people, Agnew. Look, a lot of people are going to overreact to uh, mm -hmm. look. I get I like the mindset the Jags fans has because. Like they were, y'all were there, y'all right there to go ahead and pull off an upset, and you know th things things just happen. Yeah, I completely understand the anger on that because you wanted to win. You didn't want to just get yeah. there. You wanted to win. I love that mindset, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you gotta. Uh, but at the same time, you gotta understand, like you know, once you, when you make when you make mistakes, then the team that's like the team that's better, like the, the team that got the better talent, and you know the better all overall team. They're gonna take advantage of that, and because yep. they got more experience in like in, in that type of situation than y'all do. Rarely does and the team that, yeah, rarely does the team that makes more mistakes actually win the game. But that's you know we'll leave it at that. Good game. I'm excited to see the matchup between this other team. Let's get into a little bit with the Bills Bengals game. That was okay. I'm gonna ask you right at the gate. 
Touchdown or no? No. No. Oh, forget that. Uh, I told you Bengals was going to win that game. Yeah, you were right. I said that. I said the Bengals were going to win that game. I said the way that Josh Allen, and y'all could go back and watch the, or like, watch the last show about this. The way that Josh Allen been playing has not looked right to me. But the way no. that Joe Burrow has been has been balling and the uh, and the, like the makeup that this man has, I'm like, Bengals gonna win this game. Get they your refunds on that because like dog, look, I get Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. It snows hard. The weather, it, the weather mm-hmm. is bad over there. Cincinnati, Ohio, ain't that better? No, it's still they cold. Were fine. They were gonna be fine. As someone who lives in the Midwest, it's still cold. They were gonna, they were gonna, they were gonna be fine. They were gonna be fine, and not to mention, dog. Did you see that that pregame video with Joe Burrow? He throwing yeah. the ball in yeah. slow motion and turn around. Dog, dog, yeah. At that moment, you should have known. You You're like, oh, this game's over. Yeah, nah, he came in. He but, was ready. But, uh, dog, look, look, football, football wise, the Bengals bullied him. Yeah. Think about this now. I said that the Bengals were going to miss Von Miller, and it showed. The Bills got bullied by the Bengals front. Offense and defensive front. They got bullied, man. They couldn't Bills could not run the ball effectively. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals ran the ball effectively. And they had three start uh, three new starting offensive linemen. Mind you, we have been on we have been on the Bengals offensive line for the longest because I said. Joe Burrow got four uh, with this offensive line. Joe Burrow's gonna have four good since years Burrow, since Burrow's ACL injury. We've been on yeah, the Bengals offensive got line. Four good years coming. Four. Right now, that was the best offensive line mm-hmm. I ever seen Joe Burrow ever had. Got a he clean got pocket a little bit, but dog, it was clean. It was Mister Clean Clean. <laughs> That's just crazy, man. I mean, so again, catch or no catch. I mean, it don't matter anymore. But catch or no uh, catch? No catch by by rule. Because again, the ball moved when he was out of bounds, so it's mm-hmm. not a catch. I, I'm gonna it, I'm gonna go with the call. It was definitely it, if they ruled it a catch, I wouldn't have been upset. Look, here's how I justify the catches in, in this in this league. Thank you, Chisel Adonis. Both feet are. If only there was a guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Feet are, both feet are in bounds. You have mm-hmm. complete control of the ball. The ball does not move at all, mm-hmm. and the ball never hits the ground. Right. Any piece, any piece of it. Even if the ball don't move, ball can't hit the ground. That's the best way to do it. That's the best way to look at it for me on, on what a catch is now. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Like I said, it, it didn't even matter. I mean, they, they destroyed him anyway. And then now, again, back to the people are I'm seeing Titans fans, which – that was the last part about that loss. That I there is a there is a sad dude on Twitter who runs a Titans fan page. Now, I will not call him out, but he posted something uh, that said Duval, but it was all capital L's, and it was funny enough as many L's as they had losses in the season. Um, I just want to point that out. But it's like it, the, all the Titans fans who were talking about how Josh Allen's, you know supposed fumble was actually an incomplete pass, but, you know, it's the same thing as Dobbs, which that it wasn't. Was, I, I thought it was a fumble. It should have been a fumble. but I, it, I thought it was a fumble. It was a bad call on the refs, but here's the thing. Dobbs's arm, like that again, Dobbs, it, I'm not getting into that. That was a fumble. Let it go. Titans fans, you've been on the couch for two weeks, so stop it. Let it go. Um, but, yeah, I, it, the Bills just weren't there. Uh, 
they're missing Brian Dabble. It, there's no question Dayball. about it. Dayball, you know what I meant. They're missing Dayball. They're missing their coach. It, it's it shows. And apparently Diggs was just like leaving. We're gonna get in a little bit of Twitter beef. Um, we'll, we'll get a little messy. Diggs apparently left the locker room right after the game and just like grabbed uh, the stuff and left. No, you want to know that what that remind me of? Hmm. Who remembers Avante Davis, who used to play for the Buffalo Bills? Yep. He retired at halftime. <laughs> I will <laughs> never, ever that. forget that. that. Oh, I remember that. that. That was a resemblance of that. I still remember the Chisel Diners video uh, that came out of that because he was on vacation. And when the news came out that that man retired at halftime of a Bills Panthers game, that's amazing. When the Bills were not good. Dog, he retired at halftime. Mind you, I think Bonte Dave, I think Bonte Davis was one of the best cornerbacks in the league when he was with the Colts. Mm-hmm. And he was already on the tail end of his career. But mm-hmm. bruh, like literally was the epitome. And I'm gonna quote Chisel Donnie. This Joker was the epitome of the F this stuff I'm out. Yep. One hundred percent. That was crazy. But I mean it I think it, this Eli Apple was apparently going after Stephon Diggs and brought something up with the might have supposedly taken a shot at Demar Hamlin. I I don't know, but he issued his Twitter account at least. I don't know if he did it or not. Issued an apology, um, basically saying you know he was wasn't trying to make fun of Demar, um, but then was followed up with more trash talk. So I I, I don't know. Uh, it's it, for someone who is. How do I put this? Uh, the most picked on, the most pick, the most picked on um, corner uh, cornerback in all of football. More cooked than a well done steak. <laughs> that man is toasted. He is toast. He he's the piece of toast that gets stuck in the toaster that you can't get out and start setting off the smoke detector. That's what he is. That man is burnt constantly. And the fact that it's. He, he, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yes, he did a pretty good job against. The he he is the Kirk cousin of cornerbacks. No, my thing is like I know there are worse cornerbacks than this dude. I just know. I think the reason why he's hated so much is because one, he came out he came out of New York and New York drafted him as a first round pick, and the dude's from Ohio State. I I, I really think that's I think that's one of the reasons why, and also just like. Dude has had some bad luck. I want to say to Kirk Cousins, uh, who remembers Brandon Knight <laughs> in the NBA? Who remembers Brandon Knight? We we said, like, I think us in the sports world, we said Brandon Knight got to be the most unlucky pl- unlucky NBA player of all time. Because the level of, like, viral videos that, like, boosted up the people that he was guarding that made him look bad but make them look good. He was the most unlucky. I'll say Eli. I'll say uh, like Eli Apple is the Brandon Knight of the NFL. I, here's my thing. Eli Apple is – he's not a good he... – <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I've pulled up PFF right now. That man is in the bottom 15 of starting corners in PFF grades. That's bad. <laughs> That's bad. This man is not – okay, again, here's my thing. I think he catches the most heat. Because again, like I said, he's the Kirk Cousins of the of defensive backs. Because he will always put up a he'll put up a bad game nine times out of ten. But that one game where he'll lock down Justin Jefferson for somehow he decides to show up that game and he locks it down. And it's crazy. 
And that's why he's still a starting corner. And it, it, it's nuts, but he is the Kirk cousin of the defensive backs. He is garbage until everybody is like, it. it it's, oh my God, don't even, we've already got me started. He's a mediocre at best defensive back who consistently gets toasted outside of maybe, he's good for, I'd, I'd say, five games a year. Understood. So, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with it. But now, Bengals, I, I'm, you know, I, I think just Buffalo wasn't ready. They talked a lot of smack for a team that wasn't ready. But yeah, let's talk they, about they, yeah, I, I you, agree with you. So let's finish up with the AFC. Let's get into another team that wasn't ready. Uh, let's go back to Eli Apple's former team, uh, the Eagles, just smacking the Giants. He played for the Giants, not the Eagles. No, he played for the uh, – did I say Giants? You said Eagles first, then uh, you said Eagles first. He, he played for the Giants. <laughs> it is 1 a.m. we're recording this game. <laughs> It is 1 a.m. when we're recording. We I'm be allowed a mistake. We got, we, got, we got to be professionals. <laughs> You're right, Am, though. Amateur-like professionals. You're right. I'll take it back. So Eli Apple was the former Giants corner. There's a reason New York didn't want him. Uh, but the Eagles just destroyed the Giants. The Eagles did what everybody thought the Chiefs were going to do to the Jaguars. And I think the Giants were right. This is So this is the game that I thought the Vikings were going to get destroyed in. I thought the Vikings were going to find a way to beat the Giants and it was going to be close, but then they weren't going to make it past Philly. I was kind of right because while the Giants beat Minnesota, uh, the Giants did not make it past Philly. That was, that was a rough game, man. <laughs> that was a rough game. For a playoff game, man, the score shouldn't be that lopsided. Like, it really goes to show that, you know, it, it's – that was just rough. I mean, what do you think? Um – I was I was happy Jalen Hurts was there. Look, a lot of people were quick to get onto the Eagles after they didn't perform as dominantly against the Giants in Week 18, especially against the backups. Where the oh, Giants played their backups, the Eagles played their starters to uh, go ahead and get uh, go ahead and get the top seed in the NFC. I said during that time that was a good thing because Jalen Hurts had to play that game. He was out with a shoulder injury after the Week 15 matchup mm-hmm. with Chicago. He did not play against the Cowboys There's during that time. During that time, did not play against the Saints. He had to get some in some live game reps before the playoffs yeah. started. That game helped him out for that game uh, for the other game for the divisional round. That helped he out because he looked good. Yeah, Hurts looked good. He didn't throw for over 200 some yards. Dude only had 157. The whole offense was able to run roughshod on the Giants. They controlled the game. And, dog, the real MVPs of that game, Jason Kelsey, Hall of Famer, Lane Johnson, Hall of Famer, Isaac Isaac Samala, I hope I said that name right, former Alabama Alabama center slash guard Leonard Dickinson, and Jordan Mailata. That was the MVPs of that game, that offensive line of the Eagles. You had we're looking at shoot. How many total rushing yards was it? Because it was rough. I mean, like that offensive line. Uh, I think it was over. So, like I know it was over two uh, two fifty. Uh, two sixty eight was yeah. the total rushing yards. Which, first of all, uh, I feel like um, the Giants' ownership is partially uh, owned by Boston Scott, who has consistently scored a touchdown every time he's played the Giants. Now you got to put Kenneth on uh, like Kenneth Gainwell. And, uh, Kenneth Gainwell on there too, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, crazy. I, the Giants could not stop a run to save their life. 
and mind that, you, and mind you, think about this. It's not like they're like they've always been bad at the run defense. No, they've been good. Yeah. When you got Leonard Williams. You got uh, uh, when you got Leonard Williams, and you got like Justin Lawrence, who's gonna be. I think he. I, I think he's a Pro Bowler this year. Um, like, uh, like Dexter Lawrence, he, uh, like out of Clemson. I think he's a Pro Bowler this year. If not, he's still one of the top D tackles in the like in the NFL. You, you have that, but oh, you easily. got dominated easily. I, it's just, it's not even close. And I mean, like it, absolutely incredible. Uh, the Eagles, I definitely think of the team dominated. And Justin Kelsey baptized one dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love he, it. He man him. I loved it. It's you you're getting manhandled. It's it's hilarious. It like look, here's what I say. And we'll we'll get into the next NFC game in a second. My bold prediction now is whoever wins the NFC championship is winning the Super Bowl. I agree with that. Both teams yeah. have uh, like uh de- best defenses are in the NFC, best offensive lines are in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um the only thing that the, like the AFC got better than the NFC is the quarterbacks. Yeah, but I mean, let's move on from the Eagles Giants game or the Eagles Giants slaughter, uh, and let's get into the last game. Let's get into the. I want to shout out our guide or our guy Jim over a fan of the van. Him and I go back and forth on Twitter quite a bit um, with the Dallas One Stars and the 49ers, uh captain by Mister Brock. Purdy. Man, <laughs> I saw that Paul Heyman thing. Hey, uh, uh, to be fair, uh, w- Jim said that a long time ago, so I'm going to give him props. For, or I'm going to give him credit where credit's due. He did that. He actually did that one first. So shout out to you, man. I had, to, I had to do my best impression there. But, I mean, that for a team that wanted the 49ers and wanted San Francisco so badly, they got him. And – their kicker missed their first kick. <laughs> Lock. He looked, but he 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 better be lucky he blocked it. He better be lucky because it would have looked he, he, he was ugly. <laughs> I saw the trajectory on that kick. I'm like, oh my god, that is good. that was like you. If you had moved the field goal a full length to the left, it still might have missed. <laughs> like he just whiffed. That was oh my god that hilarious and like I'm I'm happy the guy got it together man at the end I guess that's the only thing I'm happy about for this game that and it shows that Dak is not starting court it should not let's, be the future let, let, let's let, you know what I'm a try I was trash talking um made a few phone calls I called my sister three times she and she picked up on the third time because she's a big she's a huge Cowboys fan she she's from the Texas area how uh, happy JT uh. <laughs> Still sulking. Last time I checked, I gave him two. Well, I gave him two. Day, I gave him two days. I gave him two days. We we got a guy. I, 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 gave, I gave him two days. To, uh, to, fill, to fill some of y'all in, Jalen and I have a buddy of ours from college. He's a huge Cowboys fan, which I, yeah. I need to talk my smack to him in a little bit. I gave him two days. Um, my sister, <laughs> she finally picked up on a third call. I Facetimed her. I didn't feel bad one bit. She like literally said like. Oh, you really gonna call him the glove? You really gonna yeah. call him the glove? Yes. Yes. It's my profession. <laughs> yes. So did that. I hit up a lot of my people from home, on home that were huge cowboy fans, man. Mm-hmm. Like I did my thing. I was on my pettiness that night. I even went on Twitter Spaces to talk my uh, talk my ish. Yeah, dog. I called it. I I called it, man. Couple things I want to get to. I don't want. I don't want to get too deep in uh, to cowboy stuff because I'm saying. I will um, give my props my to CeeDee Lamb. God. 
That's that's one of the reasons why I don't, don't want to get too too much into it. Credit to CD. Credit to the defense. Defense did what he was supposed to do. Uh, I hope Tony Pollard heals up. Yeah, pray, praise that for Tony um, for Tiptoe. Um, that's what me and my boys call him. Call him Tiptoe Tony. Um, if that man takes the franchise tag, I'm trying. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, okay. Do you think so? The fact that they were close. I said if the Cowboys, when the Cowboys lose, whether mm-hmm. it was to the Buccaneers or to the Niners. I yeah, said it had, I said I didn't want it to be a blowout. It was not mm-hmm. going to be a blowout because they're going to play them hard. It was going to be nip and tuck, and it was going to happen. Every When the Cowboys scored the touchdown first, Cowboy fans' hopes were high. And mm-hmm. I'm like, we got them. I got – we got them right where, where we want them. And by we as in the Cowboy head of the nation, it was getting close. Then they tied it up. Hope started going uh, a little bit down, but it was already high enough where the pain was going to hurt. The game was closed for four straight quarters, and then the, the Anonymous took the lead, but they wasn't out. But the Cowboys were out of it. The hope was still there. They were still hanging on to the hope. The hope wasn't gone yet, which means the more the game got closer, the more they got a chance. Mm-hmm. The higher their hope got, and that means the fall was going to hurt even worse. The pain was gonna be there, and I was gonna get. I was gonna enjoy it. It happened, and then what sealed it off? Mostly, Dalton Schultz didn't get his feet in bounds on the play, and the top it off, and the cherry on top of the thing, the cherry to top it all off. The last play of the game, Ezekiel Elliott, your starting running back, your million-dollar running back, <laughs> is supposed to be your center who got pancaked on your final drive. You cannot make that up. That's a cowboy ending if there ever is one, and there's plenty of them. That All made me laugh hard in every cowboy Twitter space that I listen to, and I'm going to go back and listen to Cowboy Podcast just to hear the like the, the anger and pain that they have. I'm going to enjoy it. I live off this. All I can think happens. of, all I can think of is with the Cowboys fans, because outside of, outside of Cowboys fans, all of us love to see them lose. Yes. It, it just because it, it's so much fun, but like it, whenever it, it, I- it is. But Whenever I saw it, the fact that the fans still have the same attitude year after year. Once they get yeah. a good win, they believe they're going to the Super Bowl. So it makes the laughter great for us. The pain hurt worse for them, and that's what makes the laughter even good. But the biggest thing of it is that they keep trying to find football ways to change their culture. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that like there's nothing football wise they can do to change it. It's not a football thing. No. They're the only ones who have an owner that does a post-game interview after every game. Who's still trying to relive his time in the NFL. Exactly. I'm like, y'all still don't get it? And then like somebody, and then the Cowboy fan mentioned to me on one of the Twitter spaces, they're like, uh, they do understand it. It's just like right now, since there's nothing they can do, they try to ignore it by like thinking of football ways. And I'm like... <laughs> So basically what you're telling me, y'all are suffering and there's nothing you can do. And and I and I was thinking to myself, oh my God, I get to laugh every year. I'm, I'm happy every year. I'm good. 
I'm good. I'm at peace. So, like, as much as they're going to ignore this, knowing what the real problem is, there's nothing they can do with this, I'm fine with it. That's what I'm saying. Like, why would you want to be a Cowboys fan? Why would you be If you got to suffer through that. As a Jaguars fan, I get it to a degree, but now we're actually starting to make it a decent chunk in the in the future. It's kind of nice to see may, really some progress and not stagnant. You but, made but right I'm, moves and you got the right coach mm-hmm. in, and you got the right coach in. But like it, it reminds me it the, the saltiness and the sadness that comes out of the Dallas fan base is it, it's it, just it's, it's joy, great. It's joyful, man. It's amazing. It's great. It's amazing. It, it's, it's so what, much fun. It it, it it what it's what gives us joy. And as a proud member of the Dallas Cowboy Facebook Hater Nation Club, man, it it, it was it, dog. I enjoyed every bit of it, and I said I was going to. I was right, and nobody did it better than Stephen A. Smith. And we got <laughs> Nobody has done it better. First than, of all. Stephen A, I, that I loved it. That was great. But what I will say, Skip Bayless, don't you dare pretend that you threw your Dak Prescott jersey away. I saw there was no trash bag in that trash can. You threw that thing in there for a show and immediately fished it out and apologized and called up Jerry Jones with tears asking and begging for forgiveness. Don't you dare pretend that you're done with that franchise. You're just as delusional as the rest of them. Yeah, they're going to do this. The same. They're going through the pain. They're hurting. They said they're done. Um but they're going to do the same thing all over again next year, and we're going to laugh and be right here. Same thing yeah. like next year. Dog, and what makes this worse for them, Jalen Hurts is in that division, and he ain't going nowhere. Yep. No, the and they could have had him. The, the, the Eagles, Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni, they're not going anywhere. I love Sirianni. So not, not only will they not win a Super Bowl, they possibly won't win the division again for a long time mm-hmm. because what's the rule? Nine times out of ten, whoever got the best quarterback wins the division. That mm-hmm. Prescott ain't the best quarterback in that division. That distinction belongs to Jalen Hurts. And honestly, I think Brock Purdy, because like looking at the stats, I like Brock Purdy's the dude going forward, unless Trey Lance comes into camp and has like this jesus revival moment and just completely outguns him in camp but like brock purdy's the dude i don't know if you saw the stat during the game but they looked at the numbers and the offense from when brock purdy took over versus before with garoppolo and lance and there there's an extra hundred there's over an extra hundred yards in offense since brock purdy took over like it's the brock's the dude man Uh, it's he's their quarterback and they got him i mean why would you not start a quarterback you have on a rookie deal that was a seventh-round pick, you're paying him nothing, and he has become one of the best quarterbacks in that division. Like, it's just nuts. So, But anyways, let's get into the playoffs again, I think. I want to shout out to Jim on this one. I think he said it best. The best teams are in it. Yep. There's really no sleeper. It's the best teams from each division are in it. There's and, no they're team. All f- and they're all fun to watch. There's no team that was like, you know – there's no team like the Giants or, you know, the Jags to pick on my own team who had oh. like a a bad record. These are all 12 win teams. Yep. Also, here's the thing. I really want to get into the Eagles and Niners first. Let's jump like, on it, man. Uh, because this game is going to give us a rematch that we didn't know we needed. Yep. 100%. So back in 2019, when um, Jalen Hurts was at Oklahoma, 
And by the way, next episode we will address this goddamn beef that we got that like that Alabama fans got with o- o- Oklahoma. Very, very brief before we get into that. We're not, we're not, we're not, no, we're not going to address that. I, I'm, I, all, I, I'm, all I'm saying is you're free. Alabama is free. <laughs> yeah, you're good. The offense is going to start working again. Bill O'Brien is gone. Oh, no. Rejoice, rejoice, no, I, I, rejoice. Look, I got you. But anyway, here's the thing. Here's the thing that. Okay, all right. Last time, last time, Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy did face each other before back in back in 2019. Um, I think Brock had over 258 yards passing, had a couple, had a few rushing yards and some and a rushing touchdown. Same went with Jalen Hurts. The, the final score of that game was 42-41, Oklahoma, and that was the same year Jalen Hurts got Oklahoma to the college football playoff. That's mm-hmm. a rematch. There, here's another rematch. Jalen Hurts has a chance to get the Eagles to the Super Bowl. And I'm hoping it's going to be the Eagles versus the Bengals, because Jalen Hurts will have a chance to get a uh, get a rematch against Joe Burrow in the in the Super Bowl to redeem um, for the rematch that happened in the college football playoffs back in 2019. There are several rematches that could come out of this playoffs. Mm-hmm. Because think about this: Chiefs and Niners rematch from Super um, rematch for the Super Bowl. Whatever I I, I lost track of now. I don't know what number we are at right now. Uh, I so, think it's 56. So ain't important. I think it's 56. Uh, so there's a rematch there. Bengals see the 49ers. There's a rematch for their last game from last year. See, unlike, and actually, uh, now if the Eagles face the Chiefs, oh, it's going to be the real MVP. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the real MVP bowl. Right there, that will be mm-hmm. a real MVP Super Bowl. Right there, I think either matchup that we get in the Super Bowl is going to be must see. Well, we already know it's going to be must see because, like, it's the Super Bowl, it's the game, yeah, it's the big game. But at the end of the day, either like at the end of the day, whoever wins this game, ratings are going to be high regardless. Yeah, but if I had to choose, if I had to choose, I'm picking the Eagles and I want the Bengals in the Super Bowl this year in Arizona. Because I want to see that rematch with Jalen Hurts versus Joe Burrow. So I think, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it's Bengals Eagles. I really do. I, I the Niners are going to be a fun team to watch. I just while that night, you know what? Right, no, let, let, okay, that's my that's my that's my Super Bowl prediction. Let's go into the football aspects. Yeah, of these games. all right. I, so, I'm gonna I'm take that back. I'm gonna go. I'm it's I'm gonna go Niners Bengals. All right, so. With, let's go. Let's go. Eagle. Let's go with the Eagles and Niners. So yeah. with the Eagles, they got the better quarterback. But mind sure. you, both teams' talent is closely, closely similar. Not so similar. Their bodies equal. The talent level on both sides is about equal. I would just. I'm giving the Niners' defense the edge, just because outside of their corners, that Niners' defense is phenomenal. And I gotta they- go. All right, they're, with the Niners, they're front let's, seven let's look at disgusting. the Niners' defense. Nick Bosa, Ark Armstead, uh, Javon Ken, uh, Javon Kinlaw. Uh, they got enough. They got a bunch of other guys and Ebucom, uh, who has been in the NFC West for a long time. Really good, really good pass rusher. We get all, we get all that. Nick Bosa is going to be defensive player of the year. Uh, you got linebackers Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw. Drake Greenlaw, who's been a thorn over on um, the Seattle Seahawks for a long time. Fred Warner is just a different dude, man. He's the best mm-hmm. middle, middle linebacker in football. Secondary, 
Ward, the other guy, um, Talanoho Vanga, Pro Bowler, um, Jimmy Ward, and Tashawn Gibson. Go to the Eagles, Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick, Pro Bowler, Fletcher Cox, Veteran, Jordan Davis, Javon, uh, like, uh, Javon Hargraves, double-digit sack guy, Brandon Graham, double-digit sack guy, um, Dominican Sue, L- Linval Joseph, linebackers, uh, Brian Edwards, Kai, uh, Kaiser White, a secondary, select and the slave maker, Bradbury, CJ Gardner Johnson. Yep, who is still one of the best ship, trash talkers in the league. Blanket, uh, blanket ship and Marcus Epps. Mm-hmm. Dog, this is insane. This is the level be a of talent in this game is going to be insane. But let's get uh, okay. This is this, like if this ain't the ultimate coaching matchup, if this ain't the ultimate coaching chess match, I don't know what is. Whoever wins this game is winning the Super Bowl. That's just how it is. Because, like, we even look at offense. All right, let's go. Look, we're going to go position by position on offense. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Uh, okay, Jalen Hurts brought party quarterback. Jalen Hurts. Running back, my uh, running back committee. You got to go Niners simply because it's Christian McCaffrey. Because they got Christian McCaffrey. But the Eagles running, ga- uh, Eagles running back committee is no joke. It ain't a bunch of scrubs. Uh, receivers. Pick and choose it, whichever you want. You got the Yak bro- you got the Rack Brothers or the Yak Brothers, and then you got the and then you got the Rack Brothers. Pick and choose on that one. Tied in, we already know George Kittle, George Kittle, but Dallas Goddard ain't no joke. Uh-huh. Talent level. I told plenty of people this game, talent wise, is up there. Uh-huh. Whoever can put the most pressure on the quarterback might win this game, but really. This is Nick Sirianni versus Kyle Shanahan. We about to find out what Nick Sirianni has made. We're gonna find out who's a better coach. Yeah. Now, why do you? Why? And I, I think the Niners eke it out. It's gonna be another slugfest. Oh, and we ain't gotta worry about no kicking issues. Both kickers nope. can get. Both kickers are good, so we're all good on that one. But I think this will come down to a field goal or less. But let's, you know, you got. I, I got the Niners. You have the Eagles. And we both have the Bengals. Now it's I, nothing against. It's nothing against Patrick Mahomes or the Chiefs. No. I, I think. I think it's. I think. Look, the Chiefs are hosting it. This is going to be a legacy matchup with Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow because now, and we it used to be Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Joe Burrow surpassed Josh Allen. Uh, the, the the inferior Josh Allen. I agree. This and matchup, they, this matchup is going to really remember how I said earlier in the show the shift of the top five quarterback conversation. Everything mm-hmm. changes this Sunday. Yep. Everything changes this Sunday because Mahomes has not beaten Burrow. You can mm-hmm. like you can disguise it. You can say whatever you want. You can say, "Oh, Burrow got a better team." It don't matter. Both quarterbacks have been sensational dealing with what they have. Yeah, I'll give credit where credit's due. And I mean, this I just I think the Bengals are just the better team, and I think they're going to win again. And I, that's not a shot at the Arrowhead. You know, Arrowhead. It's not a shot at the Chiefs. It's not a shot at the team at all. I just Is think the Bengals are the better team. Not to mention, they've been there and done that. They've already been there and beat them. Yeah, they did it last year. They I think they're going to beat him again. They did it I last think. year. And I, I don't – bro, okay. When you look at what the Jags did to him, plus Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes not going to be 100%. Patrick Mahomes still Patrick Mahomes, but he's not going to be 100%. I look at – I just look at that, and I'm just thinking I'm just thinking to myself, like, bro, if y'all not able to get no pressure on Joe Burrow, you're not able to stop him, 
he's gonna kill you because Jamar Chase mm -hmm. is gonna get his, T. Higgins is gonna get his, Tyler Boyd is gonna get his. Hayden Hurst is starting to emerge and get that chemistry with Joe Burrow. And yep. defensively, the Bengals got a better defense than the Chiefs do. Much better. So it's just and it's I get like outside of Chris Jones, Trey Anderson ain't no scrub. Sam, uh, Sam, uh, Sam um, Hubbard ain't no scrub. Mm -hmm. And not a lot of people talking about this. Jeremy Pryde, uh Pride approved. Jeremy um, Pryde and Luke Wilson, them dudes can ball. Yeah. So I'm not sleeping on nobody, man. Nah, I'm taking the Bengals and I'm taking the Niners, and I know you're taking the Bengals and we're taking the Eagles. So that's we're going to defer. So we'll we'll see where that goes. Um, but let's get into the last topic uh, real quick. So you mentioned top five quarterbacks. Yep. So we'll close out the show on this one. Who do you think are the top five quarterbacks in the league? As of right now, I have Patrick Mahomes number one. I have Joe Burrow mm -hmm. number two. I still got Josh Allen number three. Depending on the situation of this game. Mm -hmm. uh, coming against the Niners, Jalen Hurts could possibly jump number three. The level mm -hmm. of the uh, like Jalen Hurts right now is number four at number five. Um, that number five spot is kind of difficult because we really got to think. I could, I still consider Lamar Jackson in the five. Mm -hmm. I would still have Lamar Jackson in the five. Here's the reason why. Here's where I, here's where it could change. Jalen Hurts could get number three if he wins on Sunday. Right. It's as simple as that. He wins on Sunday, he gets number three, especially if he dominates. Jalen Hurts, we have seen him dominate games left and right this season. You could go, uh, you could like you could miss me. Uh, like I, I I can understand the whole schedule schedule conversation. Look, he controls the game when he runs, he controls the game when he throws. He got better as a thrower. His completion percentage was low the first few years he'd been in the league. It got better. And a lot of people want to say the weapons. You might be, yes, part of you is right. The other part, the other part is the work ethic that he puts in. And the leader that he is, mind you, he changed the culture for the Eagles. Mm -hmm. And they are better in the future because of what he is doing on and off the field. Not to mention, it's because of Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are getting more female fans that don't even watch sports. <laughs> but that's a that's a story for another day. So that's your top Jalen, five. What, what Jalen Hurst is doing, he has a chance to be number three. Possibly could get number two. But so your your top three. So your top five is Mahomes, Burrow, inferior Josh Allen. Yep. Uh sorry, uh Hurts, inferior Josh Allen, and then Lamar. It's still Josh Allen. Hurts is number four right now. And I got okay. Lamar number five because you saw what the like, even though the Ravens were close to beating the Bengals in the playoffs, they have Lamar Jackson. They mm -hmm. win that game, and if That's, the Ravens would pay Lamar Jackson, they would have been a better situation than what they were at the end of the season. But that's a different conversation for another day. I agree. It is starting to show. Justin Herbert is not in there, and no. a lot. And, and I, I could have put Trevor Lawrence in there as well, but I needed to see a little bit more dominance and uh, dominance or dominating performances out of like out of Lawrence to go ahead and put him in that five. But he is fair. coming. That's I fair. got Lamar right. Jackson number five. All right, so my top five are Davis Mills. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm like kidding. I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> well, he about to lose his job. He's definitely not a top five. I'm with you, though. I think Mahomes is currently number one. Burrow is a close second. And if I think Burrow wins, if Burrow wins, which he will, I think Burrow can easily make the argument for the best quarterback in the league. Yep. Um, but I think right now it's Mahomes, it's Burrow. 
I can't I can't put Allen at three. I gotta put I, I gotta put Hertz at three. I gotta put Allen at four. Uh, Allen at four or five. Honestly, he's he's starting to fall out of the top five, but I'll put him at four. And then I, I might see that's just it. Cause I, I Lamar, I don't think he's top five. Um I think you could make the case. And I'm I'm not saying this is a Jags fan. You can make the case that Trevor Lawrence is a top five quarterback. And the reason why you can make the case is because of the jump he had from year one to year two is ridiculous. And he's had the fourth quarter comebacks. He's make he can make all the throws. It's and he's had some mistakes, but you have to remember he's only in his second year. So I, I got him at number five, and that's a little bit biased, but it's also I, I think the talent, the potential is there. Yeah, I, those are my top five. We can speculate all day. Honestly, who I'm expecting to see a big jump from next year, if they can get their act together and build around this guy and get a coordinator who knows what they're doing and get some help on defense, Justin Fields could be a dog next year, man. That's my quarterback to watch. Uh, Justin Field, he's not my top five, but he is going to be a dog next year if they can get the right talent around him. What do you think about that? I, I get where you I get where you're going with that. Um I, I can see the possibility of it. I can also see Justin Herbert if he had an offensive minded head coach. Yeah, um uh, Herbert can, can make see, that Herbert can make that jump too. Uh like don't I, I, I like Sean McDermott, but what if you had a what if you had a real offensive minded head coach with Josh Allen? He had one, and he got rid of one. Like, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that could go into, uh, on, like with that, with that saying. But I get where you're going with that. Like, Chicago needs a lot of stuff. Uh, they do. It's but, Mac. Mac Jones isn't even in the top ten. I've seen Patriots fans. I saw a Patriots fan say that Mac Jones was a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. Don't you dare! That's blasphemy. I'll fight you. Oh yeah, he de- <laughs> oh yeah. Mac Jones definitely needs an offensive mind coach. Bill, 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 and he just got one with Bill O'Brien. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. Well, he finally got uh, an offensive coordinator. Yeah, he got a coordinator. He wouldn't so play. Maybe, maybe O'Brien does better in the NFL than he does, and then he did at Alabama. We don't really care. He's no. out. Of, he's out of Tuscaloosa. Bama's free. And on that note, man, let's go and wrap it up for the day. Um, we just want to give you know, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. There were a couple topics we didn't get to um, for time, but we will absolutely get to the next week after the super or, um, after, you know, the playoffs and everything. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, but you know, thank y'all for listening. We really do appreciate it. You guys have really been, you know, up in the downloads. It's, you know, fantastic. Um, don't forget to rate the podcast as well on, we are literally on almost every platform I can find. I don't even have a Samsung phone, but I'm trying to get us on the Samsung podcast thing. Like we're, we're getting there. Like we are getting on literally everything. So when you are find us, podcast? We're on everything, man. It's like we're on everything. So when you listen, there's no excuse if your friend says, oh, yeah, I don't listen to that thing. I listen to, you know, this obscure. We're there. I don't care. So if you liked it, tell all your friends, tell all your family, tell everyone you know. You know, give us five stars. Feed the algorithm gods. And if you really like the show, you can also check out some of these other guys. Uh, if you like wrestling, go check out uh, the Wrestling World podcast. Uh, he does a great show. Um as always, our guy Jim over at Fan of the Van, uh, he's got it. If, if you like what we talk about, you're going to love what he talks about. Uh, him and I go back and forth on Twitter quite a bit. He's got a very similar mindset to us. Also want to give a shout out to Brent and Dave over 1420 Podcast. Uh, again, great show. 
they do a bunch of different stuff. If you like hockey, they get into that. Uh, they they do a lot of different shows. So if you're looking at more deep dives and different topics, give them a shout. And always want to give a shout out to our guys over at BS in Sports. Uh, they do a great podcast as well. Really, really fun dudes everywhere. So we appreciate it. You know, go check them out if you like us. Um, and if you want to get your own shout out, five star reviews, retweets, all that fun stuff. That's how we get them. So, but feed the algorithm, the gods, get us moving up the charts. We appreciate you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, we'll see you Hold next on. time. One more thing. Oh, next week we should have a special. We should have a special guest. If you follow on TikTok, you know who's coming in. I'll leave it at that. Other than that, stay tuned for next week. Peace.